it's funny. People always be like, don't forget about the little people. It's like, why do they refer themselves as little anyway, you know? Why don't you just get big with me? They can see it in my eyes. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another bonus episode of John's Entitled Podcast, a partner of MoshPitNation.com. As I said I was going to start doing, I'm going to start putting out extra episodes each week to kind of get rid of some of the clutter, per se, of just all these extra chats sitting on my hard drive. And the first chat is going to be with Sky Sweetnam of Sumo Psycho. This was done when the band were enjoying a sold-out show at the Machine Shop in Flint, Michigan on the Kings and Queens tour, which they were doing and still are for a couple more days uh, with Nonpoint and Butcher Babies and the recently added Islander. Uh, Sky couldn't have been any nicer. She gave me about 35, 40 minutes of her time uh, before having to go back and, and deal with the you know whole sound check and load in and all that kind of fun stuff of being on the road. Uh, we get into a lot of fun things, talking about... Uh, any of the wisdom that some of the harder touring bands uh, that they have been fortunate enough to go tour with in this past year, uh, speaking to Nonpoint, Fozzie, you know, anything that Chris Jericho maybe imparted on her or the band, you know, given the fact that he not only is in the entertainment of being a frontman for a rock band, but as well as being an entertainer in front of thousands and thousands of people being a professional wrestler. Uh, I don't know if that's anything anyone else has really thought of but just the fact that you know i'm sure he's able to bring a lot to the table that maybe people haven't thought of because of his normal job his his day job the thing he's most known for at this point to even wondering if maybe the ladies and butcher babies between heidi and carla maybe bestowed some uh some wisdom that they've gained over the years of being you know women in a hard rock touring band and just kind of the common you know, camaraderie of, of the scene and kind of just what maybe Sky has gone through over the years of, of being a woman in this this musical scene and as well as just kind of getting into the interesting stage outfits and what it means to be an independent band and have pride in being an independent band in 2018 and doing all the things that they've been doing over the handful of years and so much more. And I really want to thank uh, Sky for taking the time to chat with me. And as I have been saying, I am going to do, I want to try to keep these intros and outros a lot shorter for you to get right into the meat and potatoes of the interviews themselves. So without further ado, this is my conversation with Sky Sweetnam of Sumo Psycho. I have the pleasure of speaking Sorry. with Sky Sweetnam uh, of Sumo Psycho, who are currently out on the Kings and Queens tour with Butcher Babies Nonpoint and recently added to the bill Islander. How are you doing today, Sky? I'm excellent. Thanks for having me, John. Oh, not a problem. You're actually here in Michigan. You're at Flint's at the Machine Shop for a sold-out show. How how does that feel? Oh, yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. I mean, I love this venue. I've actually traveled here from Canada before to see shows when bands don't come all the way to Toronto. So I love this place, and it's it's great to be back and with with awesome bands and and a sold out show to boot. So we're good. Did you get your photo the the photo that everyone gets to take uh, in front of the the wall of pictures? We will definitely do that once we're all in our stage clothes oh, and okay. I've dolled myself up. 
<laughs> we will. <laughs> so how has the tour been going so far? I mean, you're about at the halfway point so far. Yeah, well, the tour's been great. Um, we've known Nonpoint and Butchers from uh, previous tours out in Europe and UK. So it's kind of cool. We didn't have to be like the, you know, the new kids that come into high school that don't know if like the bigger bands are going to like them. So we already <laughs> had some rapport with them, which was great. And then, um, and so, yeah, so the shows have been great. Fans have been super receptive to us, which is always, uh, you know, on our minds when you're, you're playing uh, first uh, in a bill where a lot of the people we're getting exposed to, we don't know yet. Uh, so it's, but the, the, the response has been real great. That's awesome to hear. I saw you guys did a uh, one-off headliner with uh, Nonpoint down at Battle Creek at the Music Factory. So it seems like you're kind of getting a very good Michigan uh, dates heavy on this uh, this tour. So that's awesome. Yeah. So I mean, kind of speaking of some of the touring that you all collectively have been doing uh, for the last like half year or so, you've gotten to tour with some really veterans of the road between you now out now with Nonpoint and Butcher Babies, and you did a, a tour a little bit ago with Fozzie. So what's it kind of been like being able to tour with some of these bands and have you, are you guys the kind of band that like asks uh, for like advice and stuff on just kind of how to maintain a, a long career and so forth or how has that been? Yeah, well, working with all the different bands has been very interesting and, you know, especially that you mentioned Fozzie having like a career that was completely, you know, in wrestling and then his segue into doing music and stuff. It's been cool chatting with him and he also uh, was born in Winnipeg, uh, mm. so another Canadian. Um, but yeah, we, uh, I mean, the guys are always picking all the other musicians' brains for gear and uh, <laughs> and drumming, but yeah, it's like... Uh, Chase, uh, the drummer of the Butcher Babies, has been giving our drummer Trozy like they've been hanging out and just doing like all the drummer stuff, I guess, learning paradiddles and paradiddles, whatever they call it. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that that's cool. And you know, what's been great is like a lot of the bands that we've had the pleasure of touring with have been really, really cool to us. And um, and yeah, yeah, it's, can't can't complain when you get to uh, meet new people and uh, and get exposed to their fan base. So yeah. yeah. You know, kind of interesting. I don't think I really would have thought of this until you just were talking about, you know, touring with Chris. But as a as a front woman, you know, Chris is in the world of wrestling and so forth and obviously a, an entertainer on a completely different realm, but that translates to the state very, very easily. Was there ever any, anything that he maybe specifically told you? Like, oh, you know, from wrestling, I've learned and incorporated this into what I do in Fozzie that, like, maybe you wouldn't have thought of? Um, the one thing that we've totally stolen from Chris Jericho is he just does the hand to the ear without actually <laughs> asking the crowd to cheer. Right. He just puts his hand to his ear, and ever since then I've been doing that. And the you just stand there and wait, and they'll just keep get, getting louder and louder. It's like the magical, magical symbol to to. And oh yeah, so sorry, Matt. My guitar player has something else that we. Oh yeah, so. Yeah, we, we played with them in a festival um, uh, once with The Darkness. Okay. And so Chris carried the lead singer of The Darkness around the entire venue on his shoulders, and ever since then I've been jumping on the guitar player's shoulders. That's awesome. And, I... and going around the venue. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, we, we, we owe uh, Chris a few uh, props for some of the ideas uh, there. But, yeah, <laughs> he's a great guy. Yeah, it seems like. Um, I've noticed from following the band socials and, and more specifically yours in the last uh, couple of uh, 
about a week or so leading up to this chat. You have an affinity for interesting stage attire, and I got to say it's kind of refreshing when I saw that to see – I'm not going to say like a lack of, you know – a typical stage outfit that you see the person wearing night in and night out. Like when you see fo- photos from the tour, it's like, oh, you're, those are your stage clothes, like your three outfits. It seems like you have just such right. a, an array of things. So, you know, I kind of want to know how long, like, have you always been, you know, doing that? And is that something that you've always uh, had a, a kind of a passion for, I guess, is, is clothing and kind of being fun with the stage outfits? Yeah. Well, I've collected a lot over the years. Um, I, I do we do all of our own music videos and stuff so a lot of the clothes that I wear on stage are actually from our music videos or made an appearance in one of them and for each music video I usually get a new kind of cool outfit and then bring that with me on the tour um, a lot of them are like uh, Halloween costumes that have mm-hmm. kind of re, re, redone for <laughs> for stage um, but yeah I, I even sew a little bit so I can make my own clothes sometimes and yeah, I'm just because I I started out in musical theater when I was really young, so I really like the theatrics. I like right. um, basically putting on more than just you know the audio experience of hearing a band live in the room. I like to make sure that when they come to the show, it's a visual experience as well. Um, so if I had my way, it'd be like all oh, Rob Zombie up in here. We'd have like a million <laughs> props and you know pyrotechnics and the whole bit. You know, we can't 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 afford that right now, but eventually we'll get there. So. So yeah, it's, is... it's, for us, it's like a, it's about putting it on the show, you know. And I think that the stage outfits um, is not only someone, something that people can like look uh, look forward to as we like, okay, what are you going to pull out tonight? But um, but just adds to like to me to 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 add a presence to say like, hey, I'm here and uh, and look at me. <laughs> right. Have you seen anyone recreate any of the outfits that come out to see you? Yeah, no, actually, one of the first outfits I did was like a a nurse, and uh, I had a few a few fans show up wearing the nurse outfit. I also did um like a prisoner's outfit um, with our our band. We kind of have this thing with this place called Psycho City, and so I I, I put on the back that it was like I was from Psycho City Sanitarium, and then another fan came with the same thing on his back in an orange orange suit. So yeah, we're, we're we slowly kind of build. Um, a little bit of a world more so than just, you know, like I said, the music we're, we're into the art, the videos, the, you know, experience. It's uh, more immersive than just a typical like band. I'd I like, I like to think. Yeah, no, it totally seems like it. And, you know, I think that was, as I was kind of checking everything out, one of the things that I kind of thought was interesting, because very much it is sort of a, a Rob Zombie kind of thing, like with the, the costume changes and so forth. And, it kind of made me. That was actually going to be a question I asked. It's like, do you see yourself eventually kind of incorporating that more into a stage show with the outfits and so forth? But it seems like that's definitely a direction you want to take it when you're able to. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're getting closer overseas. You know, we've done a lot of touring over there, um, which has been really great. We just came off a headline tour uh, right before we started this one. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, we're slowly building the army of psychos, we call them, until we can get to the point where we can pull out all the stops that we want. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So I know, you know, and I, I always try to have a lot of female guests on here as much as I can, um, but unfortunately with it being kind of a music-based thing, there, there really aren't – there are a lot, but there just aren't a lot uh, that I've been able to get on. Like I had Lauren uh, Cashin from Sharp Tooth come on a little while ago, and we got into this conversation about how – from my perspective as a as a man that goes to a lot of shows and is into heavy music and so forth, I get 
it seems like the whole oh you're really good for you know a female in this it doesn't seem like that's as prevalent as it used to be but i've kind of wondered you know now with like you're out with butcher babies uh my wife just actually went and saw the in this moment hailstorm uh new year's day and someone else stitch up heart tour so i mean it's like there's a yeah. lot of this you know women and pretty big tours that are doing good business so do do you experience that still or is that kind of like gone at this point i think you know it's uh, an interesting question there's lots of angles that you know i feel i could take it but i mean i've just kind of luckily been uh you know able to live my life to feel empowered to be able to do the things that i want to do in my life and there has definitely been challenges where i have felt because of how I looked, especially, um, I started out with pop music. So, um, it was kind of like a, a hard thing to break free and, and tell everyone, you know, I'm not, I want to do something a little more aggressive. I don't want to just keep doing pop music when it, uh, it could seem to an outsider point of view, but it's like, Oh, but no, you got this going for you and this going for you. Like you totally belong in that genre. And I'm like, I got to follow my heart. I got to do the music that means something to me, even if, uh, you know, it might not at first for the average person look like I should be singing in a crazy metal band. Um, so I feel like I've been empowered enough to do that, but like, I know that not all girls feel that same sense of uh, power to be able to take charge and do the things and come to rock shows if they want, or feel like they have enough role models where they can do and be who they want to be. So for me, just, just being able to do what I do, do it the way I, I, I want as a female, I think, I hope other, other young girls that, you know, see me play live can draw some inspiration to know that you, you aren't uh, bound to any stereotypes just because of your gender. You can, you can do what you want. So, and I mean, uh, being on tour with, with butchers is awesome. Carl and Heidi are a force to be reckoned with. They could go up against any, you know, band out there and, uh, you know, they put on one hell of a show. So. Yeah, I've uh, love my girl power. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's been really interesting, and I and like I said, I know it seems like this whole stigma behind women in in hard rock or metal or whatever, while definitely a boys club, doesn't seem to be as as quote unquote kind of weird or whatever as it used to be. But like I said in my chat with Lauren, she kind of was like, "Oh, you know, I still like I used to hear the phrase like no clit in the pit and all this kind of shit," and I was like, "I've never heard that before." So it was just kind of interesting to get a, a different take. But I mean. You're, I saw like the photo of like Rob doing like the makeup with you and stuff like that. Um, and so it's like, you know, I, I think on these kind of tours and so forth that I'm seeing, like, I just, I don't hear any of these things. So I've always kind of wondered, you know, uh, if it's still a thing, but um, kind of speaking to the butcher babies thing, you know, talk about a band that's, that's kind of been around for a while and, and been at the forefront of, of that kind of women in hard rock metal scene is there anything that you've kind of taken from Heidi and Carla specifically, like, you know, like kind of taking you under your wing and being like, Hey girl, like, you know, whatever I was, I feel like that's, that would be an interesting thing. Cause I feel like, you know, they would more so than just about anyone else that you may have toured with been able to kind of really give you some tips uh, about doing this uh, since they've done it so long from, you know, your a female's perspective. Hmm. Well, I think one of the main things that you run into uh, especially that I felt like I related to uh, Carla and Heidi about is um, just a, a few uh, handsy fans that are a little bit more feel like they can kind of come up to you after the show and give you a kiss or a hug or get really close to you or grab your waist and stuff. And, you know, 
just because, you know, you know me and you saw me up there doesn't mean, like, I'm giving you at all permission to touch me in any way like that. So right. I've asked them for some, some tips on how to, you know, uh, you appreciate that they're a fan and they dig the music, but you want to also stand your ground and be clear that that's not the kind of thing you want. So how you deal with those situations is a bit tricky of one because it's tough. You don't. And that's the thing with, with women I find as well. Like, you know, you've been trained to make sure everyone else is comfortable. So to tell somebody like, sorry, dude, like I'm not, I, that makes me uncomfortable, you know, can dampen the mood. And you're like, you want all the fans to, you know, have a good time and not get awkward, you know? So it's kind of a, a delicate little uh, type of walk to do sometimes where you want to, you know, make sure the fans feel like you appreciate them and you want them to come over and say hi, but you know, there is a line that you shouldn't cross and, um, but it's nice to see a lot, uh, a lot more often, uh, especially in the last couple of years, uh, I've been getting a lot of requests of people asking permission before they hug oh, me awesome. or, you know, they ask, oh, can I put my arm around you in the photo? And I'm like, oh, that's so polite of you to actually ask me rather than just assuming that you can just grab my waist and pull me tight to your face. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's good to see that, uh, you know, there's guys that have that respect to know that they just can't like assume just because, you know, you are up on stage that you want to like fondle them and touch them and get all handsy, you know? <laughs> so Yeah. You know, it's, it's just always interesting, you know, like my wife and I both, you know, before we got together, one of the things we bonded over is just our love of, you know, metal and going to shows and so forth. And so in the years, you know, almost decade now that we've been together total, you know, having conversations about a lot of the shows we used to go to and stuff like that, like, it's just been kind of really interesting to, to see the slight differences in how people react. Um, you know, like she was at the show the other night and she goes, I've never seen because we've been making the comment about how kids are kind of softer now than they used to be. It seems um, when you go to right. metal shows and I, I don't know if it's I mean, it just it just is what it is, I guess, from our perspective. But like I said, she was at that in this moment show and she goes, I've never had so many women like come to my defense that I didn't need. Like, you know, someone would bump into me on the fringe of the pit or whatever. And then someone would be like, don't touch her. Hey, sweetie, are you okay? And it's like, yeah, I'm fine. We're at a metal show on the floor. Like shit happens. And so I was just kind of like, yeah. huh, that's, that's interesting. I don't think I really would have thought about how even that has changed uh, at some of the shows either. Like that, you know, you go to some of these more, you know, at least that tour, a very women centric audience, and, you know, just the camaraderie of, like, looking out and making sure that, like, everyone's taken care of. And, and I guess in that regard, I do enjoy that about how the times have changed in as far as the crowd goers is that there seems to be more of a sense of making sure people are okay and, and, and asking permission for things. So I think in that regard, that's that's super fucking sweet to hear that, you know, people aren't being weird yeah. and just touchy. I mean, because yeah. <laughs> I've definitely seen it and it's uh, it always is a bummer. Yeah, for sure. And uh, the other night we had one guy that just decided to drop his pants literally while we were like posing for a photo. Uh. And uh, I think, he, <laughs> he just, <laughs> damn, you run into some crazy stuff on the road, let me tell you. But yeah, he eventually got kicked out and uh, almost like plowed into our barbecue. We were par barbecuing outside and almost got like total burnt. Uh, so he definitely had a little too much of whatever he was taking and uh, he needs to get out of there, that's for sure. Um, so, I mean, something I've kind of also wondered too, I mean, with you guys, with you all being from Canada, like how, how has touring been for you? Because I know like you've done some European tours and stuff like that, but have you found that in the, and I don't really ever get political on here, but 
in the uh, sort of political climate we're in, have you found that touring has changed over the last little bit for you since uh, with some of these whatever, I guess not bans, but things that uh, are trying to be put into place? And I know some people have said touring kind of gets a little bit harder now from what I've heard, but have you found that kind of getting into the states and so forth has been any different since uh, Trump took over at all? Yeah, um, it's been fine for us. I mean, we go through a the whole rigmarole to get uh, to work permits and stuff. And um, it seems to be fine. Like we, um, it was really funny. Like our, our drummer had one uh, charge in the States once because he um, was driving their tour van. And I guess they had some weird law about illegal taxiing. Oh. And because his friend like gave him gas money or something, the cop nailed him for like illegal <laughs> taxiing, like something stupid like that. So every time we're at the, uh, at the border, he always gets pulled aside and asked about it. And once he tells, once he tells, um, once he tells them that um, that's what what it was from, that they're always like, "Oh, that's funny," and they just let him go through. Um, but other than that, it's you know that hasn't been hard um, at all. And I mean, you know, we we uh, we we like to think that we could come to the states more often because we're so close. Actually, living in southern Ontario, we're we're pretty close to the States, but it just so happens because of the fact that you need this whole work permit stuff that you can't just come over for like a quick show um, legally and make money. You have to have like the work permit like six months in advance or whatever. So it kind of makes it only sent, it makes it only uh, logical for us to really come on like uh, substantial tours versus one off because it just costs so much for the work permit, which kind of sucks because we're so close. Um, but that's just the way it is. Yeah, I always thought that was kind of interesting because, like, like I said, living here in Michigan, so close to the border and so forth, it's not something I've really thought about. But I definitely know, you know, things are kind of getting into place. Like, I have an extended license or whatever the hell it is now, where I can go, and it, you know, as long as I have this star or whatever the fuck it is on my ID, like, or on my driver's license, I can just, you know, cross the border no problem. Supposedly, I haven't, I haven't, <laughs> haven't done it yet, but. Uh, so it's been interesting just to see the, the different traveling stuff, uh, between here and Canada, just being so close. I didn't know if that ever applied to the constant touring that you all do. Yeah, no, we've been pretty good. I mean, we had some kind of scary stuff actually over in Europe. We just so happened for whatever reason, we um, had a bunch of shows like in a series that kind of all happened after terrorist attacks had happened in those cities so like mm. we came to paris like a week after bataclan like we were in orlando a week uh before um the pulse nightclub stuff so we've kind of felt like it, that has followed us around a weird little bit and i know bands sometimes get paranoid about that stuff when you hear that stuff in the news about security and making sure you know like everyone's safe at the shows um but we actually my guitarist was driving uh, with Chris Jericho at the time actually in Germany and they got like randomly flagged because they were in a nondescript white van oh. um, you know and they kind of got profiled basically and just pulled over and like all these guns were drawn like right away and like they had to do the whole search of the van and stuff um, and once they explained that they're like oh they're just musical instruments like all good <laughs> um, they had to like what was crazy is some of them didn't have their IDs on them so the like they were like googling Chris Jericho I think was like googling himself <laughs> stuff like that to prove they're like okay like let us go we're all good but yeah so there's there's been a few things like that but 
I don't know. I, I kind of write about it a lot of the time and think about, you know, not letting um, the fear affect our lives and to, you know, still be free to be ourselves and, and do what we love, congregate and rock out together. And, um, you know, as much as this tragedy is happening, I hope people are afraid of coming to rock shows because we need to be and, you know, and support, and support uh, music and, you know, for me, it's important to, no matter what, to try to make this happen um, if we can, you know? So. Yeah, totally. Some of, Kind of wrapping this up really quickly, too. So some of the uh, – when I was kind of looking at the, the new record that came out and looking at your guys' socials, like I was saying, I was still kind of surprised to see that you still aren't on a label. Uh, but you seem very proud of that fact, like when it says like on your Facebook, like label and it's like independent and like three or four exclamation points. So, I mean, what, how is it to still kind of be an, to be an independent band? And it seems like you're, you wear that with like a very special sense of pride. Like we're doing all of this and we, we don't have anyone really backing us. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it's a long story, so it's hard to wrap this up at the end of the interview, but like I was signed at 14 to Capitol Records, and I went through a lot of stuff uh, in my teen years with, you know, major record label situations, um, and everything kind of spiraled and ended really badly in the end where there's, you know, music that I had recorded that hadn't been released, and there was lawsuits, and it just put a kind of a bad taste in my mouth for the fact that... Um, you know, I just wanted to play music and I just wanted to be able to express myself in my art. So I, um, I, I kind of started Sumo Psycho almost in a rebellion of making sure that I could, uh, do what I wanted. And, you know, that's why we kind of do our own music videos. We do everything as our creative expression without feeling like we have to, um, you know, abide by any rules. So up to this point, I'm not totally anti-label. I just feel like it's really important uh, to be completely ourselves and be in control. And if, if a label is going to hinder that, then I don't want to be a part of that. So if we find partners that we work with, they got to understand what we do and what we like and where we want to go. And uh, we're always the captains of the ship. So, um, but yeah, up to this point, like, I just feel like we've, we pretty much, you know, do what a label does, um, apart from maybe having some of the connections to get into some of like the bigger festivals and stuff. But like, as far as, you know, promotion, we do our own social media, we do our own videos, we run our own online store. We're very uh, proud of the fact that we've learned throughout the years how to do everything pretty much ourselves. So yeah, I do wear it as a bit of a badge of honor for sure. That's awesome. You just don't see a whole, like a lot of people seemingly want to say that in, it's because of them being an independent that, you know, they don't get all the breaks and so forth. So it was kind of refreshing to see, you know, you, you all that are, you know, getting on really good tours and doing, basically doing it and the fact that you're still independent. So I thought that was, you know, really commendable and really awesome. So thanks, man. Um, so kind of, uh, the last, uh, question I always end these with, uh, before I have you plug your socials is, uh, I always like to end these episodes out to a song. So what would you like me to play it out to and maybe give a little story as to why? Yeah, one of our tracks. Could be any song. Could be a song that y'all have been jamming on the on the drives or whatever. Yeah, I think we should, especially if we're new to people, maybe give them a little taste of Sumo Psycho. So let's do our new track. It's called um, Undefeated. Um, this track and uh, the music video was filmed within a few days 
and it was a snowstorm. So it's kind of fun if you guys want to check out the video. Also features some masks that were made by a fan that sent them all the way from California to be in the video, which is awesome. Shout out to Glenn. Um, yeah, undefeated basically is, is kind of what we were talking about there with being independent. You know, it's about going through all the ups and downs and the roller coaster of being in a in a in a in a band trying to survive as as musicians and uh, still standing strong at the end of it and being proud of what you do. And uh, that's kind of what undefeated is all about. So check that out. And I'll jump right into our socials if, if that's what you want. Yeah. Okay, so if anybody wants to check us out online, like I said, um, our music videos are a really great place to start. We direct and produce them all, and they even run into each other and have some storylines and themes in between the albums. So I'd highly recommend you guys check that out over at Sumo Psycho's YouTube channel, which is uh, youtube.com slash Sumo Psycho, S-U-M-O-C-Y-C-O. All of our socials end in uh, Sumo Psycho, so you could Twitter us, you could uh, Snapchat us, or Facebook Instagram, all that good stuff is just S-U-M-O-C-Y-C-O. And, uh, yeah, check it out. Hopefully everyone digs. Thanks for listening. Yeah, and they uh, can find you for about another month out on the Kings and Queens tour again with Nonpoint and Butcher Babies. What's uh, what's up for the band after this tour is wrapped up? I think we're, we're going to head back in the studio. I think we're going to write some more. Um, it's been a little over a year since we put out music, uh, the, the last record. Um, so I think we want to just start, start get a head start, making sure we got some new stuff for those fans out there. And uh, I think usually when we're on the road for this long, you kind of feel you get sort of get the bug where you want to get back in the studio and write some stuff now that we're so inspired being out with the fans and stuff. So, yeah, you can uh, look forward to maybe some new music videos and music coming up soon. That's awesome. Well, again, thank you for your time and enjoy the uh, sold-out machine shop show tonight. Awesome. Thanks for your time, John. I appreciate you spreading the word for us. We do appreciate it. Have a great day. You as well. So that was my chat with Sky Sweetnam of Sumo Psycho. want to thank her again for taking the time out of her busy day gearing up for a sold-out show at the machine shop and uh, taking the time to talk to me for a little while about... Uh, A lot of things, really. I mean, I know it is kind of cliche to ask, you know, a woman in a metal band, what's it like being a woman in a metal band? But, uh, you know, for me, that's not something I grew up uh, experiencing. And I think everyone's story is different. I think, you know, her story compared to Laura Cashin's is different. But the thing that I do like hearing and like I kind of brought up in the conversation itself was, you know, my wife having been gone to a lot of hardcore shows and metal shows and so forth, it's been nice to see that there's more camaraderie and and more not so, well, you're a woman and and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you're just another person here at this metal show. However, I'm going to look out for you and make sure no one's fucking with you because that's that's shitty. Um, That's one thing that I always enjoyed growing up in the hardcore metal scene was that we seem to kind of... Uh, take a special sense of pride in, in taking care of the women that enjoy going to these shows and making sure that there aren't fucking assholes doing anything to them. Uh, and if there are, then, you know, it kind of gets dealt with in its own way. Um, but it's, you know, it was interesting to, you know, kind of to recount uh, Laura Cashin from Sharp Tooth's uh, experience growing up in the, the metal and hardcore scene and hearing how it differed from for, for Sky. And I think that's why I kind of enjoy having 
you know, women on this podcast I'd like to have more on just to kind of get a completely different perspective, like I said, than, than what I grew up having. And it's really awesome to hear, you know, like she was saying that, you know, sometimes there are still some fans that get a little handsy, but more often than not lately, you know, some guys are coming up and, and asking for a photo and going, hey, is it okay if I, you know, put my hand here or, or whatever? And, and I think that's great. I think it's great to hear. And I think it's uh, kind of refreshing to hear that there are people being forthcoming with you know, asking what is okay and what's not. Um, so it was it was really fun hearing that and hearing, you know, just the, the pr- sense of pride that Sky and the rest of Sumo Psycho takes in being an independent band in 2018. Um, a lot of bands feel the need that, you know, you got to get signed in order to get on certain tours or to do these certain things. And it's great to see Sumo Psycho enjoying the success that they have over this past year being an independent man and just kind of doing things on their own. So I think that's really commendable. And I think there's a lot that younger up and coming bands can look to what they're doing and realize that maybe you don't need a big label behind you or anything like that. It's just a matter about just like your music and getting out there. You got to do that on all, all facets of the industry, you know, putting out music videos and, and doing everything else. And, you know, like I said, it's just really great to see Sumo Psycho and a band of their, their caliber and at the level they're at doing it all DIY. Like, it's really refreshing and great to see. Um, going to kind of keep everything short as a as the running theme, you know, lately, because I, I don't know, I've been <laughs> trying to figure out what the happy medium is between these intros and outros and what's enough being said and what people don't want to fucking hear me talking anymore. So i uh, going to get to the socials. So if you would like to follow Sumo Psycho, it's really, really easy across all the socials. It's at Sumo Psycho. That's right, S-U-M-O-C-Y-C-O, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, if you would like to follow Sky on Instagram, it is Sky, S-K-Y-E, dot Sweetenum, S-W-E-E-T-N-A-M. And on Twitter, it is simply Sky Sweetenum, all one word. Uh, there's seemingly been an issue with uh, fake profiles on Instagram. Uh, she's pretty good at you know making sure that you're not being followed uh, or contacted by the, the, the false uh, profiles. And there were quite a bit on on Facebook as well, so I'm not exactly sure which one is is the right one, but um, I'm sure if you follow one and kind of see that it ends up posting, you know, there's fake profiles, whatever, uh, that's uh, that's probably the right Sky Sweetenum. Uh, they are currently wrapping up the Kings and Queens tour with uh, Nonpoint and Butcher Babies and Islander. Uh, as of the date I'm recording this, there is uh, about three or four dates left. And as you heard, that they are hoping to go back and start writing some new stuff and, and all that. Uh, maybe there's some couple more tours left on this album cycle. Not entirely sure, but uh, you can always keep up with all their socials and follow them. And uh, they will keep you up to date with any shows and touring uh, opportunities to catch them. If you would like to follow our partners at Moshpit Nation, you can do such at moshpitnation.com. That is the home to this website. You can also go and follow them on Facebook at Moshpit Nation West, capital M-I. Twitter and Instagram are simply Moshpit Nation. And if you would like to follow me and what I'm doing, you can do such over on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at John's Untitled Podcast. You can tweet at me at John's Untitled Pod and email me at johnsuntitledpod at gmail.com. Uh, the website uh, of mine, johnsontitlepod.com. Uh, for all intents and purposes, it's basically live. Um, it's still kind of a work in progress, but uh, if you want to go over there check out what it looks like, go ahead. Uh, let me know what you think, if there's something that you like about some other websites, uh, and give me some feedback. Um, having a friend do this and... I didn't really exactly know what I wanted the website to look like, but 
I uh, always welcome for for some extra input to make something better for you, the listeners, you, the people who are supporting this podcast. Speaking of supporting the podcast, however you listen to this podcast, like any other podcast, rating, reviewing, subscribing. Those are the three things that everyone always asks you to do, and I'm going to as well. I've been kind of intermittent about uh, remembering to do it, um, but let's be real. Everyone says it. I figure it's something that you know every podcast needs to do. So what, however you are listening to this, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes, uh Stitcher, SoundCloud, any of those things. Uh, however you're listening to this, subscribe to it, rate it, leave me comments. Uh, good, bad, or indifferent, everything helps. Uh, at least, you know, even if it's bad information or not bad information. As long, even if it's bad reviews, at least you know I can learn from that and try to make this as, as best as I can because that is the whole thing that I'm trying to do. I have fun doing these chats, but I want you to enjoy them. And uh, I don't know how to do that if you don't let me. So do all of that. And we have some sponsors coming up as well. I'm going to go ahead and announce one of them. Uh, It is Bean Bastard Coffee. Uh, Nicholas Maruso, drummer for It Dies Today, uh, started a coffee company called The Bean Bastard. And uh, it's been kind of fun seeing him have fun finding following a new passion and the levels of success that he's already enjoyed uh with it and the fun ways that he kind of ties some of his love for movies and pop culture stuff into naming the coffees themselves and uh and i'm eagerly awaiting my care package of of these coffees to come in uh you will be seeing plenty of photos i'm sure of me with these these coffees and uh, yeah, so excited to have Bean Bastard on. I will get a code, a discount code here soon enough. Uh, so when you start seeing these things, uh, you will get a discount code to be able to go and buy some of this coffee, and and maybe it'll be your new your new routine every morning. Uh, Bean Bastard coffee. So with that, I'm going to end this episode as we always do with a song. And as you heard Sky say, she wanted me to play it out to Undefeated by Sumo Psycho. Uh, and like she said, go check out the video. The band takes a lot of uh, pride in making videos and, and having a strong online presence even on YouTube with their music videos and so forth. So uh, go check it out. And without further ado, this is going to be Sumo Psycho with Undefeated. Talk to you next week. <laughs>